Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the aggressive scent of fresh baked cookies? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? I am pretty fantabulous. But you know what? What? I gotta crack it, man. Let's <laughs> get it cracked. Also, a little bit of a celebratory crack for us, I think. It is. Um, as of the date of recording this, we are exactly one month out from our three-year anniversary of podcasting. And yet, we aren't the biggest podcasters of all time. What gives? I just don't get it. <laughs> we went to podcast movement. We have all the right stuff, if not better stuff. We have better stuff. Um, hey, speaking of better stuff, guess what, guys? <laughs> we made some more merch for you. Like, so much merch. So much merch. Perhaps too much, but I'm really excited about all of it. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple in there that, can I just say, I'm a little like, that's a little too professional for us. I know. It all looks These so good. Look real. Like, I'm, I'm impressed with this. We did, we done good. I gotta say. I'm proud. Yeah, they're very good. There's, there's one in particular that I need on everything it can be bought on. I know. I'm truly stoked because I bought a bunch of it and it's coming in the mail at the end of the month and nice. I'm fucking ready for it. Hopefully we can show off some of the merch to you guys in person on our Twitch streams next month because of course you know yes. we're going to be doing a Twitch stream every single Saturday next month for our anniversary. Do you want to just tell the people about a couple of designs we got? Uh, yeah. I, w I want to talk about my favorite one. Okay, yes. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now so I can behold its glory. Okay, dude. This was, like, not even supposed to be that big a deal. I and know. it became way too big a deal for us on the show. But we made something for horse or apple. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> but the problem with it is, Kelsey designed it in the most, like, I'm just going to throw some shit together. And it's it just true. works, though. It just, it just came out so good. It works so well together. It's this happy little horse and a happy little apple. And they're all, they both have, like, blushy cheeks. And then we have this big rainbow over top of them. It just says horse or apple. Like, I'm looking at it right now, and it gives me all the feelings, man. Oh, I it gives love me it such so much. joy. I ordered the hoodie, and I ordered the shirt. I'm fucking pumped about that one. Nice. Um, of course, we still have our classic Yimtope logo design. We've got a couple of them that give you that Yimtope guarantee that we are here every single Monday for you. Um, I really like the hoodie in that design, actually. It's very classy. It's mm -hmm. very simple. And then um, also some deep cuts. If you've been around the show for a long time, uh, <laughs> got one about the illustrious hammer fork. It's multi-purpose. It's multi-purpose. Again... 
that one was like just haphazard like maybe these things will fit together and it like <laughs> looks like a legit like classic logo from like a hundred year old company <laughs> so happy about like, all of our birch honestly like it looks really fucking good it looks too good like it bothers me that it's like most companies don't even make stuff that looks this good i know like, we're so professional like, like, like who are we yeah uh, we even had uh, a fan request of one. We did. That did get made. Yes. So we have a, a nice t-shirt that says, fuck capitalism, go to brunch. <laughs> For real, go to brunch. Go to brunch. Um, that was from my story about how I crashed my car trying to get to um, Father's Day brunch and yeah. <laughs> decided to just call into my job that day. And then we've got a Honeycrisp crew, because uh, we are all about the Honeycrisp at uh, Yimtope. Yes. That one's good. We Red have... delicious. Do not interact. Yeah. We've got our just Yimtope guarantee. Uh, something about being on every Monday, because god dang it, every Monday. It's a thing. Going on three years now. Haven't missed one yet. Pretty good. I wasn't even as punctual at school, man. Right, I was I late never every got morning. Perfect attendance at school. Where's my ribbon now? I deserve a ribbon now. I'm doing I a good a job. Ribbon. We deserve a nice big blue ribbon for this. Yes, we do. That's pretty much it. We have a couple of designs that we also worked on. Maybe they'll come out later. Maybe there's some other ones. Who knows? There is a sequel one for uh, for our patrons only. You'll have to subscribe to figure out what that one is. Yeah. So. Big, big stuff with the merch. Like, I know that we've had the one look and the one design for, like, two years. Maybe a a year and a half or something. Yeah. So, yes. We know that we were overdue. Kelsey jumped on it. We got it done. And it's phenomenal. We have, like, an unreasonable variety of stuff in here now. We've got stickers. We've got shirts. We've got tank tops, sweaters, hoodies. So many colors. Like... So many colors. We personally hand looked at every single color to decide if the logo worked on it man every single one we did the work and it came out beautifully the colors dude almost everything we have now looks great on pink i gotta say i know truly like i'm really excited about the pink ones (laughs) i know the pink one looks pretty good i'm probably gonna get a shit ton of pink stuff yes we just needed to let you guys know that happy three happy three years kelsey Happy three years. And speaking of three years, if you guys want to go to our store right now, the link is in the show notes. You can get 10% off your entire order with the promo code three years. That's the number three word years. Yes, that'll be in the show notes. So you guys can copy paste, probably post about it on Instagram, put it out there on Twitter, whatever. But uh, this will be good all the way through our anniversary month of April. So you've got until April 30th is that a 30 month sure is 30 days half september yes <laughs> yep so uh come may 1st full price again so yes got got about a month and a half go out there and get you some cool stuff and hey patrons get 20 percent off y'all got a special code check the discord for that that's actually true so hopefully you guys uh read that post and have been using that yes please yes uh, I think that will do it for a little bit of housekeeping, but I do have to make a confession. What's your confession? We did a game night this past weekend. Yes, we did. And I lied to somebody that was there. I know. <laughs> I saw it happen and I was like, oh, the lies. 
<laughs> the I deceit. Lied. Outright, just full blown. Uh, Ferdin. I saw Batman earlier that day. I saw it with him. With Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to go too hard into this, but what did you think of the Batman? Okay. So coming out of the theater, <laughs> you asked me like, okay, give me a score because that's how we always start our movie reviews is we get a score out of 10. Yes. And I, <laughs> has it changed upon reflection later? No, it hasn't. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. I enjoyed my time with it. It was, a, it was a good watch. I gave it a six out of 10. Because it goes to 10. I have to stop at 10. <laughs> I loved it. And I don't even like Batman that way. Yeah. I think your official score was a 15 out of 10. I did want to go about a 15. Yeah. I, man, I loved it. I think I also like long movies, though, as well. So that also, uh, yeah. I was just like, so much, there's so much content, give it. I I think that's probably why the score started <laughs> ticking down for me, honestly. Yeah. Because, like, after, like, when we hit the two-hour mark, I was like, surely it's it's ending soon, right? Like, we, we're almost done, and we were not almost done. Okay. Um, Would you agree it feels like this? You know those movies where, like, you think you're coming down to, like, the ending? And then kind of like a whole new movie starts. Yes. And there's like a whole brand new plot. Yes. And that I think is what kind of killed it for me because I, I did get confused in the middle of this movie. I was, cause they did this thing. So are we going to do spoilers for Batman here? We don't have to spoil it. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go too much. Okay. So there's a plot point where they're like, they make you think one thing happened and it's like a big shock and you're like, Oh wow. Weird. And then they immediately flip it on its head and they're like, actually, that didn't happen. Maybe it happened a different way. And I and got I like, admit, <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> I got fully lost at that moment. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. What's like, happening wait, now? He just said, yeah, like this was, this was one way. Now it's, now it's different. Um, and I, I think I dwelled in my brain too long on that. And then okay. after that, I kind of had to repick up the plot after I decided to stop caring about that one plot point. See, I didn't get lost, but I got frustrated because okay. I don't, we didn't get to sit with the first revelation, but for like five minutes. So like, yeah. you were like, <laughs> whoa, like, like I'm intaking this information. And then they ripped it away and they were like, actually, that one was a lie. This one's the truth. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm wasting my time caring about this. And now I just don't care. You know? Yeah. It, it just didn't, it didn't land for me. And I, yeah, like like you said, like um, the movie kind of started to end, and then it was like now something different is happening, and then like another movie started in the middle of the movie. So, did Zootopia feel that way for you? I don't think so. Because I fully felt like Zootopia had ended, and then like it kept going, at like one part. Maybe I haven't seen that one recently enough to remember. Like I thought when they like kind of concluded finding the animals and like what was going on like that would be it but then it turns into the whole like racism among animals thing and then like she goes home and i was like oh there's like more happening like the case is not closed oh and then there was like 40 more minutes of the movie yeah okay but this movie did that three times with hour-long chunks (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean they were good pieces. This movie had a lot going on. It had romance. It had action. It had mystery. It had comedy. Just a little bit of comedy. Like the right amount of comedy, I think. Yeah. 
Um, it had Colin Farrell's haunted eyes in a fat suit. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, there's like one close up. I was like, oh shit, he is in there. He's in there somewhere. Look it at looked him. Like he was trapped inside of that body. It was so scary to me. Yeah, that guy like ate him. And then just the eyes were like, he, he went full blown Jeepers Creepers. Yes. That. Yeah. It was literally like he was wearing somebody else's skin. It was, it was <sighs> bizarre so to see. cool though. Yeah. It was extremely good makeup effects. Like if that was up for an Oscar nominee, I would pin it immediately. Like I really want to see it again. Cause I know there's probably some things that I'll pick up on different on a rewatch. Yeah. But man, I, I like thoroughly loved it. I think I think if, because I'm never going to say, like, it's just good, you have to go. Unless, like, it's just undeniable, right? Yeah. I I think with a three-hour runtime, there's just some people that's not going to fly. Yeah. And I, I mean, we fully were in, understand that. We were in those comfy, like, leather recliners with the heated beans. And, the. I mean, it was a nice theater that we went to. We went and saw a movie your way because... I've always seen them, you know, at Shitty Studio Movie Grill. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, let's watch on, like, the big screen with the loud speakers and the nice so chairs. Nice. And, yeah, it's a nice theater. I My butt started to hurt, like, halfway through. I was like, this is, I'm, I can't sit. I cannot sit anymore. <laughs> Do you want to know how I knew I really liked it? Tell me. I forgot to turn the heater on <laughs> throughout the entire movie. <laughs> like, the, like, the heated seat. Okay, so this theater has heated seats. And every time I've gone to a movie here, as soon as it goes off, I realize it and I turn it, like crank it all the way back up again, right? Just fucking boil my kidneys, right? Because it just like pings off every 30 minutes or so. Yeah. I like forgot to turn it back on again because I was so wrapped up in what was going on. Like I was in, I was invested. I was (laughs) in it. But it, okay. So actually I figured out why. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it on the show real quick. Okay. If you guys would like a more deep divey type spoiler thing, we can sure do that. Maybe. Uh, I don't think Kelsey likes it enough for that. I mean, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I just want to tell you why I think I loved it so much. Okay. It is directed by Matt Reeves. Do you know who that is? Uh, I know Reeves is Superman, but that's a different Reeves. Yes. Okay, who's Matt Reeves? So, Matt Reeves... He's the guy who directed Cloverfield. Oh, shit. Really? Yes. Okay. And he directed two of my Planet of the Apes movies with Andy Serkis in them. Nice. Which explains why Andy Serkis is in this. Yes. So, like, okay. we like this guy's <laughs> movies. Yeah. All right. But it was definitely a little more Planet of the Apes and not so much Cloverfield. Yeah. I do want to point out that, like, in the car on the way home, I was like, where was Andy Serkis in the movie? Like, who was he? I know, you asked me. <laughs> and I <laughs> thought you meant something <laughs> totally different. Yeah, because, like, I... For me, Andy Serkis is Gollum. And, like, I don't know his face. I've only known that he does, like, creature voices. And so I was, like, trying to figure out where he was in the movie. <laughs> and you were like, he was Alfred, the butler man. Like, the you whole don't know time. who Alfred is? I know, I thought you meant, like, who did he play? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. So, Andy Circus, if you're listening, <laughs> I, <laughs> on the I, off chance. I love you and would love to, like, he is like, 
you know those questions where it's like, if you could sit down with like any famous person today, who would you have dinner with, right? Yeah. Like if I could pick someone from Hollywood to eat with, it would be him. Okay. I love that man to death. And I mean, he's not in this movie a lot as Alfred, but I just still think he's fantastic and cool. I do love Alfred. That's like one of the few things I know about the Batman universe is his sassy old butler, Alfred. He's my fave. But can we say this at least? With a spoiler tag? No. No, no spoiler tag. This is not a big thing. It's in all the trailers. Okay. But can we say how fucking awesome the Batmobile is in this movie? It was pretty cool. I loved the introduction. It's just like in the dark with him just like revving it at people. Yeah. This movie did good on like the hiding in the shadows part of his whole thing you know yes i am the darkness yeah that was freaking fully explored was cool and i really wanted to lean over to you before that started because i had seen on tiktok an interview with matt reeves and he was like oh yeah the whole car chase that's real like that's practical stuff like people go how did you achieve that and i was like we drove a car (laughs) (laughs) so like that was real and i like wanted to say that to you and then i was like well i don't really want to bother her and then it started and i was like i'm whoa and just like i lost track of that thought yeah it was a really good like car chase scene i it made me extremely anxious and i hated it which is how you know it was good (laughs) i would say that's like the standout part of the movie i think and then you know i mean there's like the character stuff but like for action stuff (laughs) that's unparalleled yeah. That was awesome. I think the high points for me were Robert Pattinson's acting. I think he's amazing and he deserves more credit. And okay. But there's no way he was built enough to do the punches that he did. Right? They <laughs> they amped up them punches, I think. Because there was a scene with him shirtless solving a puzzle. Oh, yeah. I liked that. That was my favorite part. <laughs> but I was like, that is a skinny arm. There's no way he was hitting people the way he's been hitting people. I know. Like, I always think, we, we talked previously about how I can't pull myself out of, like, how did they make this movie? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the fucking Foley work they were doing, because when they do a punch, it sounded like I, I was trying to pick apart the layers of sound, because, you know, when they do Foley work for that shit, it's like somebody is physically punching, like, a pig corpse or something. Yeah. And then they add in the sound of, like, a bat hitting a table, so it's wood on wood. And they add in the sound of, like, something crunching. And yeah. Like, cutting lettuce for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that was my thinking. I was like, there's a lot of layers to this sound. I thought that was... It's good Foley. I did know from talking to you about so many movies that you, one of your big things is cinematography. Mm-hmm. And there were several shots that I, like... I kind of, like, looked at you and was like, oh, she likes this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was feeling the cinematography for this. Like, they do a lot of really cool angles, a lot of really, really cool shots. There's a lot of good shots in that movie. It was... It was a very pretty movie, and I think it was just, it's a good movie overall. I'm not knocking Batman at all. I think it was a good movie, and if you like Batman, you should see this movie. Oh, for sure. If you don't, (laughs) then, I mean, probably don't bother, but... But also, if you like to sit in a three-hour movie, it's okay. But if you really don't, I don't know that anything can make a person like a three-hour movie if they don't like three-hour movies. You know, yeah. I just don't I think, think that's going to happen. 
right. I think if I had been streaming this one and I could have paused it in the middle when I got confused and maybe rewound it and rewatched that scene and then done some laundry and then come back, I would have been fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, six out of 10 stands for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding it the 10. I would like to see it again. And I definitely want to buy it when it comes out. I bet the steelbook for it's going to be cool as hell. It better. If it's boring, I'm going to get pissed. I'm going to write an angry letter. <laughs> like if it's just black with the red words, just the Batman, like just yeah. what the fucking poster is. I'll get pissed. If it is just the poster, even pissed. Do better. I you know what? I want steelbooks. I want the inside to be that overhead scene that I was telling you about that I liked so much. With the flare? Yes. Yeah, that was a good shot. That was my favorite shot of the whole film. And it's in, like, every trailer. So, like, they know it's a good shot. Yeah, they fucking know. They're like, this is the one. That's the money shot. Like, hey, guys, look at that. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The whole movie, I was waiting for when that was going to (laughs) happen. And I was like, okay, what are the circumstances that this is going to happen? Like... He's going to have to chase somebody down the sewer. Like, okay, this is what's going to happen. And I kept trying to figure out when that scene would happen. I could not have telegraphed anything about that shot. (laughs) Like, if I had seen that shot going in, yeah, there's no way you could predict. So, yeah, Batman's good. Go see it if you were so inclined. Otherwise, just wait for it to come out. But I'd still give it a watch. It was a good movie. Yeah, it's worth your time. Much better than some movies have been in a while it's a very serious movie yes um i kept thinking the whole time how much i like joker while i was watching this movie because i really <laughs> liked that movie too yeah and i was like all right i'm getting like similar vibes it's just it's it just sits in what it's doing like it doesn't hide a lot of its gruesomeness i guess yeah it's the word like they're in a city with like a corrupt criminal underbelly and like that world is ugly and they just like go yep it's ugly here it is you know yep so i like that stuff it's good shit we have a packed back half of the show but i wanted to touch on one thing that is happening right now in media okay okay the obi-wan kenobi show is coming out very soon like Mm -hmm. in may i have been seeing trailers for it and like just stuff leading up to it so like the the big trailer that released recently was so good and the music in it the fucking score that they used was duel of the fates by john williams okay (laughs) that like swelling beautiful intense music that is the theme for obi-wan versus darth maul yep and i was so fucking amped i was like you're fucking getting me with the duel of the fates and then like two days later (laughs) there's this news article that comes out that is like Darth Maul was going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi, but then we took him out. Why? <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why did, why did you, why did you, why wouldn't you want to put Darth Maul in this show when we know that he was trying to fucking get to the kid when he was trying to go to Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan specifically stopped him at the end of Rebels and they had that, like, huge fight. Well, I guess that's the whole thing. Like, isn't this whole show Obi-Wan on Tatooine? Yeah, it's Obi-Wan protecting Luke from just bad dudes. So what? <laughs> I think... They would just do a live-action rehash of, the, of that scene? 
I don't know. I wanted something. <laughs> I thought that Darth Maul, I thought we'd have a whole episode of like Darth Maul planning and like get some back lore on him and like his, you know, rise to whatever he's fucking become these days. And uh-huh. like maybe they would bring the comic lore into it. We would get a nice Ray Park live action. And that's just not going to happen. I thought we would have like a whole Darth Maul episode, if not like a repeated appearances from him, you know? I but, wonder if, like, episode one, you're just going to hear, like, Obi-Wan's making, you know, sand cakes or whatever he probably eats out there. <laughs> and you just hear Darth Maul way in the back, just, Kenobi! Kenobi! <laughs> uh, I, was, I was upset when I learned that Darth Maul is not going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it doesn't sully my opinion of this show at all. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see what villains they do have because it's going to be a six-episode yeah. miniseries from what I've heard. And okay. that is so fucking short. And I feel like they're going to pack just like six hard-ass episodes in there. So I'm, I'm ready for it. I want to see who they send after baby Luke. And I want to see how Obi-Wan dispatches them. Hear that, Disney? We're not mad. We're just disappointed. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go cool down so you can recenter your uh, your force, okay? Okay. All right. We'll be right back. There's like a question, a burning question right now that is floating around amongst the internet. Okay. What do you think there's more of in the world? Wheels or doors? I have not seen this. Okay. <clears throat> at all. So, <laughs> okay. I have an answer in my brain. I've logicked it out for me, but I want to hear what you think. Do you think there's more wheels in the world or more doors in the world? Wheels. Okay, why? Well, by economics alone, right? <laughs> okay. You're going to have four, well, yeah, no matter what, you're going to have four wheels and at most four doors on a car, but some have only two, right? But motorcycles have two wheels. And no doors. And no doors. Exactly. So still more wheels, right? Okay. And yes, you can say, okay, well, houses have multiple doors and no no wheels. But a lot of houses have multiple cars per household. But when you expand the definition of doors to like cabinet doors, a microwave door, refrigerator doors. Oh, man. I just took like front door, maybe doors in that, like, like room doors is how I took it. no. You gotta expand your brain, expand into the door universe. Oh well, then it's gonna be doors. Yeah, that's my thought. Because so, like, doors are everywhere. Like Fifty in each home. Right. Like I have. And at best, eight wheels. So expand your definition of wheels too, because there's like little wheels that are on the bottom of some appliances. No, I'm not doing that. No. Yes, you are. You're doing this. This with me. is why. This is why this is such a thing. Yes. Yeah. Are you new here? If you're new here, you might not know that that was a little bit of the pre-ramble, which is the show we do before this show. You can get the full entire bonus pre-ramble episode by going on over to patreon.com slash and signing up to be a patron. Patrons are the heartbeat of the show. They move us forward. They keep us going. They inspire us to create new merch. They help us make the show. Uh, we love our patrons so dang much. And thank you guys from the bottom and the top of our hearts for supporting us all these years. If you guys want to be ultimate supporters beyond patreon you can go get yourself some brand new yemtope gear over at the yemtope apparel store like we talked about at the top of the show we told you everything that's new in there i would love it if you just go give it a click give it a visit give it a browse we love our supporters so dang much thank you guys and now back on over to that regularly scheduled yemtope content so the time has come the time has come we 
promised you guys that we would go over the Oscars a little bit closer to when it was going to come out because we were yes. going to do some research and we wanted you know, to really try like, to do some stuff, right? We wanted to dig in and get a feel for everything that was going to be in the Oscars this year yes. so we could make really accurate, good predictions. Yes. I did zero digging. I did no digging. <laughs> yeah, I did such none. such a busy month. <laughs> Dude, it has. And the time... The time it just it just got away from where me. Where does it go? Yeah, uh, we looked so, at the calendar and we were like, "When's the Oscars episode?" Oh fuck, next week. <laughs> yeah, so in classic Yimtope fashion, we are gonna do just blind guessing, just trying to see who can uh, pants. who can guess the best. <laughs> who guesses the best? Uh, are we gonna do a bet this time? I think we should, but I don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I always hold true to just, uh, oh, we're going to play them's fighting herds. Oh, God, please, no. <laughs> but uh, I think it should. Okay. Okay, you know what? What? This is mine. Oh, this, this got is it. mine. If I win, and this is what sucks, I have to be included in this as well. Uh oh. If I win, we have to push forward watching Lord of the Rings for the show. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Okay. So, see, see, guys, I'm doing a bet for you. <laughs> no personal stakes in this one. Damn it. And yours is, if I win, we never watch Lord of the Rings <laughs> for the show. <laughs> that might be it. Oh, um, no, I'll think of something. It'll have to be something similar in that vein. Now, granted, I just said we have to push it forward. I didn't say it's going to happen anytime soon. Okay, just forward on our calendar, our very yeah, busy calendar. because that's still, you know, 20 hours a movie. Is it that really? Is it is, is okay. that much? Okay. If we do it for the show, I'm only going to make you do The Lord of the Rings, which is the three movies. We're not touching no Hobbit. But I'm going to watch The Hobbits because I <gasps> just want to. Because I always said that I would when they ended, and it's been, like, eight years. I'm not going to do those extended cuts. Oh, I'm doing the um, we're not gonna, extended we're not cuts. Gonna, we're not doing the extended cuts. That's going to be fun, because I'm going to be like, oh, but do you remember this? And you're like, that didn't happen in mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, good bet. Um, yeah, so I'm going to just push it forward, but that's it. Okay. I'll push it backward. <laughs> by that, I mean put it more on the calendar. Because right now it's like an idea. Yeah, it's like tentatively in the later half of the year. We'll, and we'll fill in some gaps with it. Yeah. So I feel like there's really nothing else to do but to do it. Let's get to it. So we're going to start from the bottom of the official Oscar list and work our way up to Best Picture. Yes. I might watch them before the Oscars do happen, though, because me and my mom have been talking about it a lot. Okay. And and most of these are, at least 90% of them are on just streaming services that most people have now. Yeah. They're all on Hulu, Prime, and all that shit. nature of things. Yeah. So, I mean, they're accessible. I just haven't <laughs> accessed them. Yeah. So, but uh, let's go ahead and start with best visual effects. Yes. And here's what hurts me about visual effects. It's not even like special effects. Sometimes it's practical effects. It's just what was the most striking visual thing that you saw? Okay. 
because I always tried to picture it like, all right, well, who like did the best special effects, like CG stuff, you know? Yeah. And I guess it's not exactly that all the time, because like No Time to Die would have been a practical effect movie. Okay. But I'm going Dune, man. Like, all right. How is it not Dune? I still haven't seen Dune. Okay, so to clarify, I've seen exactly one movie out of this list of uh, fucking how many how many movies are in all of this. There uh, is uh, fifty three movies that have been <laughs> that are in this list. I've seen one. Um, yeah. Um, I think I've okay. seen four. So yeah. Okay, so the list for best best visual effects, we have Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. I feel like probably Shang-Chi and Spider-Man have some of the more big budget visual effects. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping No Time to Die because I know that they did a lot of explosions and stuff. Dude, all I can think is like the real life person that like jumped off of this bridge by like a wire yeah and i'm like that is so cool but i know that people can be like oh there's a fake worm in the sand How cool. i know <laughs> like i my heart says pick dune but i kind of don't want to because i don't know i haven't seen it and it's just it's just the sandworm right i mean no there's like a whole world like there's, there's more a than the lot sandworm. going on i know the free guy's not gonna win i don't know why it's in this category <laughs> I think because it was a video game world. Yeah. So, oh, well, that's visually enticing. Okay. You know. I'm going to I'm gonna gamble on, uh, well, not that. I'm going to gamble on No Time to Die. Dude, I hope you're right. Like, like I hope you're right. Me too. <laughs> uh, then we got Best Film Editing. Uh, so that one we have Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Again, I don't even know what half these fucking are. I know. And I'm going to go Tick, Tick, Boom. That's where I was going to go. I I don't know anything about this movie other than it's like dynamic. That's kind of why I'm going there. Yeah, so I think that that is a solid pick. I'm going to be mad because it's probably Dune. I really think because almost every time when somebody's in 10 plus nominations, yeah. they leave with six of those you know? yeah so we didn't we didn't say like who got the most nominations so for uh i think we did when we first brought it up yeah like a long time ago but yeah lay us like the top i don't know like six i guess okay yeah so across all categories uh the power of the dog has 12 nominations which is oh many what is a... this movie i don't know That's i do not time, know like titanic lord of the rings and yeah shit like that it's a lot and i've heard like buzz about it in the media but i don't know shit about shit about it like it's nope yeah I, it's just a breath in the wind for me um dune has 10 nominations belfast is it a war movie i don't think it was i don't even, like i really don't even know what these movies are i know i i honestly haven't heard of like two-thirds of everything on this list and the other third that i is a semi-autobiographical film which chronicles the life of a working-class family and their young son's childhood during the late 1960s in Northern Ireland. Sounds depressing as fuck. It's, well, that's the other <laughs> sign of a good Oscar movie. Yeah. <laughs> How sad did you get? 
Yeah, so there's uh, that one has seven nominations. Also with seven nominations is West Side Story, which is um, Spielberg's recent adaptation yeah. of that. Just below that, King Richard with six nominations. I really wanted to see tied. that, though. Yeah, I I heard it was good, but I mean, like I said, I ain't seen anything. Yeah. <laughs> Back into the categories here. Yeah, I mean, of the ones you named, I've seen one. Like, <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so then we get to best costume design. We have Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. I would love for this to be Cruella. Really? Oh my god. That's the whole point of the movie. It's like, um, fucking Fashion show? Devil Wears Prada. Oh, okay. Like, it is Devil Wears Prada, but with this Disney character. It's a great movie. But I think uh, I think West Side Story is going to run away with this one. See, even that would be a really good one. But you know where I'm going to go? Where are you going to go? I'm going to go Nightmare Alley. Why? <laughs> because period piece kind of thing. Peep- yeah, they love do to love see, a period piece. <laughs> they love to see, even if you made a movie from like the 90s, it'd go, that really was. And they would give them the Oscar. <laughs> We like to see clothes that we already know exist. Yeah. Which I think is dumb, but I guess it's because it's like, well, how accurate were you? And you know what? I don't know, because I'm not going to research it. Okay. But they love that shit. They sure do. So this is what, like a 50s style thing? Maybe yeah. 40s? Yeah, somewhere in that era. They're going to eat this shit up. So I'm going Nightmare Alley for sure. Dune. Okay. I think Dune could... I mean, it's a sci-fi movie, so you're coming up with space clothes, you know? Yeah. But they don't care. I thought about West Side Story, though. Because that's, that's kind of a period as well. Cause yeah. I, I don't know when they make this one take place. Best makeup and hair styling, which when we were um, talking about a movie last time, I told you that they invent... Oh, on the Friday Roundup... Talking uh-huh. about uh, an American werewolf in London, and they developed the best makeup category for, or like in the 80s, and that was the first movie to ever win it. Yeah. It used to be makeup and hairstyling were separate, and they've since combined them. Okay. Which I didn't know. So these categories shift all the time, which is disturbing. Uh, but we've got Coming to America. Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. I am going to go on a favorite and say House of Gucci. Yeah, how could you not? It's, I mean, it's Gucci. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, they're like this prim proper family, and I've seen Lady Gaga's hair in the posters and stuff. It's awesome. I'm going to go with that. It actually looks pretty good. We really wanted to see that movie and never made it to it. So, mm. uh, Kelsey's category: best cinematography. <laughs> Got Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. And I apologize in advance for how many times you're going to hear most of these names. Yeah, I'm trying to like. So the only one, of course, I've seen in this entire list is Nightmare Alley, like yeah. out of the the whole Oscars. And I'm trying to remember if there was like good cinnamon topography for Nightmare yeah. Alley or if it was just I mean it's Guillermo del Toro how could you not love it right well yeah I mean he's fantastic 
I just don't think there was anything particularly striking about it that was like, wow, oh, that scene. The, I'm going to go with Dune. Okay. <laughs> because of they do, like, aerial shots in it when, like, these, like, helicopter planes are flying around. So you get, like, kind of like that uh, TV crew footage type thing. Yeah. They do one where, like, they become dehydrated at one point, lost in the desert, and that changes how, like, you see the movie. So I I think they did a lot of different styles to, to, like, portray the action or the people and how they felt. Okay. So I'm going to go with that because I bet they'll be like, oh, it was amazing. I'm going to guess West Side Story because it's a musical and you got to hope that they're doing good see, shots with it. I thought about that, too, because, yeah, like, the, the dancing in it, you got to do it right. Yeah, you, you got to get, like, the right shot for it. So I'm hoping that that is one of the top contenders, but I do not know. We will find out shortly. And then best production design is literally the same people. It's a copy-paste of the same movies. Like, how Truly. boring is that? But it's Dune, so, Nightmare, Power of the Dog, Macbeth, West Side Story. What is what What is this category, best production design? I guess, like, the sets where they're filming it. Like, all right, so he's in the desert, or he's in, like, his his throne room at home in Dune, right? Okay. How, how did they design his home where he's living? Like So, like, set design. Yeah, like, the space that they are in. How okay. does that look? Okay. Because, you know, all right, so best production design. It's a space movie, and it looks like a 1950s home. That's not right, you know? <laughs> okay. You know what? For that one... I think I'm going to go your route and ah, I'm going to go West Side Story. Okay. I'm between uh, Dune and Nightmare Alley for this one because Nightmare Alley did have really, really good sets. Um, I thought about Nightmare Alley, but I'm going to, I'm going to take your guess. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Nightmare Alley just because like some of the weird circus shit that they did, like it just looked striking and cool. That does. Yeah. But I'm not going to change. <laughs> I'm looking through the other one. So it looks like they've condensed a couple things into okay. this one now. So now we just have best sound. And I, I think sound used to be like best sound editing and best sound mixing, which were two different things. Okay. So I remember mixing was, like you said, how do we make the sounds? Like, how do we get the punches to sound that way? We're going to punch a head of lettuce in the air. <laughs> At night. And it sounds okay. perfect. <laughs> but then the editing is how do we mix all that together in the scene and blah, blah, blah. I feel like I want to steal from you again. Okay. I know it's probably Dune. And I would love for it to be an action movie like No Time to Die. Because, you know, there's bullets, there's explosions. But you got to also hear what the people are saying and all that stuff. But it's a musical, bro. <laughs> it's built on sound. West Side Story. I'm leaning toward Belfast just because okay. it it sounds like it's going to involve war. And I feel like war movies always take best sound. True. Now we have best original song. So for this one, we've got Be Alive from King Richard. Uh, I can never say this one because I don't speak Spanish. Dos, Dos Oraguitas. Yes, from Encanto. Uh, Down to Joy from Belfast. I'm holding off this one till last because it's going to be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Somehow You Do from Four Good Days and then No Time to Die from No Time to Die. 
It will not win. <laughs> but I am going I no time to die. I, I want to put my money on it just because I really like Billie Eilish and I want to see her succeed. Oh, man. Such a good song. I cry when I hear that song. It's so good. I think it's so good. Man, can I tell you a quick story? I yes. went to uh, my sister's the other day and my nieces, they just watched Encanto. Okay. And I was like, oh, how was Encanto? <laughs> and Marlena, or one of them goes, uh, um, it's Encanto. Oh. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's Voss. <laughs> Encanto. So, gotta say it right. Okay. Um, that's not the song to have chosen from. Encanto. Absolutely not. They definitely should have gone with the Bruno song. Yeah, it is the more serious, beautiful song, this one. Yeah. But uh, I heard Be Alive from King Richard, which is also done by Beyonce. What? And so it's like, hmm, you usually can't beat Beyonce. Yeah, shit. Yeah. But uh, I am I just want no, no time to die, so. Uh, now, best original score... I fully intended to listen to some scores. Did none of that. But we have the score from Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto. Encanto. Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. Now, Hans Zimmer was the one for Dune. That's the Uh only name I know. I know. So I kind of want to put it on that, right? Like, that's the feel? I do, but I'm not going to. You're going to go with Encanto? No. I'm going to oh. go with Power of the Dog because it okay. is another one that's in like too many categories and it has I know. to win somewhere. I know. Like we've been seeing it a lot and I'm like, I have to start betting on it at some point, but I just. Yeah. So this is where I do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dune just because I mean, Hans it's, Zimmer. It's so going to win though. Yeah. Like I remember how TikTok was blowing up about that, that score when it first came out. Now, best animated short. God, I wish I could find a place to watch this kind of stuff. Are they not available somewhere? Not that I ever see. And actually, Cinemark, for their like Best Picture Showcase they're going to do, Yeah, they are going to have the best live-action shorts and animated shorts all throughout the time that they're doing stuff. Okay. Which I thought was very cool. But they don't do it in one sitting. You go like every night for two weeks and then you see all the stuff oh my god yeah and i'm not about that no that's too much i kind of want to look up just some brief summaries for these shorts are these technically the 2021 oscars or is this 2022 2022 okay because they usually name it by when it's happening yeah so these are the 2021 movies but it's the 2022 oscars though okay which is confusing yeah Man, I was hoping that there would be just like a quick <laughs> hits summary here on like, what are the shorts about? But it's just like, these are all the shorts and they list the names of them. They really do a bad job of getting it out there for people to try to consume them. Yeah. They don't really want you to know. For some reason, they like lock it down. Okay. So I found just brief summaries of the animated ones. Do you want to hear these? Yes. And actually, do you want to see them too? I can share my screen. You can just see sure. like a screenshot of each of them. That way. Oh yeah. Because feel- animation style, I think would, uh sway me a little bit yeah it's gonna level the playing field here um so this is robin robin um it's like a stop motion short film they look really cute they're kind of like needle felted little dudes which is cool um it says a bird raised by mice begins to question where she belongs and sets off on a daring journey of self-discovery 
bitch. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Okay. <laughs> Look at her little ears. Holy shit, mm -hmm. she's wearing mouse ears. Oh my god. That's that's adorable. Okay. I'm gonna have to find a way to, to like see these. This one looks so pooky. Uh <laughs> Box ballet. One day, a delicate ballerina named Olya meets the rough, surly boxer of Guinea. The contrast between their worlds and their philosophies is so sharp that even the possibility of these two characters crossing paths seems incredible. Okay. That sounds like a sweet love a story. Sadder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the animation for yes. this one. Affairs of the Art. It's like really scribbly and like abstract and eccentric. Uh, this new chapter in the award-winning series starring 59-year-old factory worker Beryl showcases her family's eccentric yet endearing obsession with everything from drawing to screw threads and pet taxidermy. Okay. Interesting. I like that one. This one looks very creepy. Um, it's called Bestia. Bestia. Okay. Um, inspired by real events, Ingrid is a secret police agent in the military dictatorship in 1975 Chile. Her relationship with her dog, her body, her fears, and frustrations reveal a macabre fracture in her mind in an entire country. Oh, okay. So that one sounds deep. Yeah, that one sounds <laughs> like a front runner for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one, the windshield wiper. That's a beautiful, like, striking yeah. animation style. Inside a cafe while smoking a whole pack of cigarettes, a man poses an ambitious question. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. A collection of vignettes and situations will lead the man to the desired conclusion. Okay. Well, my favorite is Robin Robin. I think yeah, that would be my fucking cute. favorite. But you're bringing like another country into the mix. I'm talking about fractured minds. Yeah. I like bestia. I, think. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That one sounds really, really striking to me. Like very interesting for me. It's between that and box ballet. I think. Yeah. Box ballet also looks good. Personally. I like affairs of the art. Just this animation style looks very cool. Oh, it's so like home movies. Like, yeah. Where nobody's like, in a defined space they're like flowy and st i love that shit yeah like they just took a charcoal pencil and quickly yes. drew this one oh, shit this is all so <clears throat> you know much. what i'm gonna go box ballet okay i'm gonna go with bestia okay box ballet just seems like it's gonna like tug at the heartstrings maybe yeah kind of like paper man or something so i'm just gonna go there okay uh thank you for looking those up because the art styles really give an idea of like what it's kind of like, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that was best animated short. Now we have best live short. So our first one is Aya Kachu, whatever that one is. Then we have The Dress, The Long Goodbye, On My Mind, and Please Hold. <laughs> I usually go by whatever kind of sounds the saddest. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I'm between the dress and the long goodbye. It sounds like the long goodbye is going to be like about Alzheimer's or something super sad. Yeah. I don't think please hold on my mind. You know what? I'm going to go the dress. I'm going to go with on my mind. Okay. Now best documentary short. We have audible lead me home. The queen of basketball. Three songs of Benazir. And When We Were Bullies. Okay, I just like that one, When We Were Bullies, because I think that shit should be bigger. Yeah. It's such a thing, and it is, like, a topic that's kind of coming up more. 
I'm interested to see that one. I don't know that it will win. Okay. I think like the queen of basketball might be something. That sounds good. <laughs> they all sound interesting. But I like when we were bullies. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with three songs for Benazir. Don't know what it is, but it sounds Welcome intense. Welcome to the classic Imto method. <laughs> uh, best documentary feature, longer version. We have Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, and Writing with Fire. I am going to go Flea because it's yeah. the only one that I've seen have a Blu-ray release. Oh, I was going to say Flea just because it sounds like it's about refugees and that is really yeah, it sounds hard. pertinent right now. <laughs> yeah, I agree totally. Now we have Best International Film. Uh, we don't have an issue that I had last time. Okay. Where Parasite was Best Picture and Best International oh, Film. Oh, yeah. That was so weird. Yeah, I felt that was weird. Like, I can't win two Best Pictures, you know? <laughs> yeah. But whatever. So, anyway, we have from Japan, Drive My Car. From Denmark, we have Flea. And I don't think it's the same one. Oh, really? I don't think so. Because I think I tried to look it up, and I think they were two different movies called Flea. Okay. Uh, from Italy, we have The Hand of God. From Bhutan, uh, Lunana, a uh, yak in the classroom. And All from right. Norway, the worst person in the world. Okay. I really like Lunana, a yak in the classroom. That just sounds entertaining to me. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I kind of want to go with Flea again, just because it's twice in there, you know? Get it in there. Get it in there. Now... This one I am very sad about because I haven't done the work. Yeah. But also, with Best Animated Feature, there's another flea in here. There is. It's fucking infested with fleas. So, I wonder if that's the international one. This has got to be the same movie three times, right? I don't think so. The Oscars. I think the documentary one is different. And maybe the international one is the animated one? No, it's the same one. It's the same movie for all three. Yeah. Well, well. I did not expect Flea to be animated. But okay. Yeah. Oh, Riz Ahmed is... Wait. Did he produce it? I don't know. Yeah, Riz Ahmed produced it. Flea movie. Fuck yeah. Uh, very cool. Oh, and Nikolai Kosterwaldo. That's uh, Jamie Lannister. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, sure. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I know who that is now. I was like trying to picture the person. Yeah. Um, I'm sad about this one because I usually, you know, I love my animateds. I've at least seen every animated one. Have you? I have not seen all these this time. Mm. Not even close. Uh, but we have best animated. We have Encanto. Encanto. Flea. Luca. The Mitchells versus the Machines. And Raya and the Last Dragon. I thought this as soon as I read the list the first time. I'm sticking with it now. Just from what I've heard, I'm going the Mitchells versus the Machines. Okay. It won't win. <laughs> All right. But I think from what I've heard, it should. I kind of want to bet on Flea again. <laughs> Dude, you might but... as well just go just go three for three. <laughs> just go for the trifecta. Three for yeah, Flea. Yeah, do it. Three for I'm, Flea. I kind of want to go in Encanto, though, because people won't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> I don't think it's that one. It would probably be Luca over... Encanto, I think. Okay. I'm going to go with Flea. We'll but just, Rayo was we'll, we'll dope. put it all on Flea. 
Yeah, but I'm going with the Mitchells. Uh, best adapted screenplay. So, meaning it was either a book or something else first. It had already existed, and then they worked it into a movie. Okay. So we've got Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog. How is it not Dune? Yeah, it's I mean, Dune all the way. Like the best sci-fi novel of all time getting turned into what is one of the most nominated movies of all time. I mean, come on. Uh, best original screenplay. So this was just, they came up with this story. It's all for them. Uh, we've got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. I don't know what Don't Look Up is. Oh, that one's on Netflix. It's a satire. I, I really want to see this one, actually. So it's about, like, a meteor is going to hit Earth, and everyone is just like, eh, oh well. Mm. Their solution for it is don't look up. <laughs> the, the, um, why can't I think of his name? Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got, like, a fucking star-studded cast. Like, yes, I heard a lot about it. Yeah, it seems like a really, really good movie, but it also seems... Like, it's, it's hard for me to watch satire that is satirizing the current state of humanity because I feel like the current state of humanity is almost a satire of itself at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm i going to go with licor, Licorice Pizza on this one just because I don't know what it's about. But it's such an indie movie. Yeah. Which is why I was thinking like. about it. But I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna try. No, I'm going to go Belfast. I wanted to do King Richard. But I don't know. I feel like period piece over Serena Williams will probably win, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to go there. Uh, But we're in the biggest ones now. We're in, like, the top six. So here here we go. go. Best Supporting Actress. We have Jessie Buckley from The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judi Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, and... Ingenue? Yeah, Ingenue Ellis from King Richard. I mean, I would love for it to be Judy Dench. I feel like... I love Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what? I'm going with Judy Dench. All right, I'm going to go with... Because uh... Anthony Hopkins won for something last time, and everybody was like, of course they gave it to the crusty white person. So <laughs> I just... I'm going to stick with that theory. Okay, uh, I'm giving it to Power of the Dog for this one. Let's see what Kristen Dunst has done. Yep. Uh, best Supporting Actor. We've got Siren Hines. Hines, maybe. Troy Kotzer. Jesse Plemons. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> and Cody Smith-McPhee. I don't know who J.K. Simmons plays in being the Ricardos. I had to look it up, and I didn't recognize the name. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't know any of these people except for J.K. Simmons. And he is a flawless human in everything that he does. Okay. (laughs) So, of course, he's probably great. But I feel like there's two from The Power of the Dog. Yeah. I'm going with this one. Okay. I'm going to go with the other one. So, we're both going to go Power of the Dog, but different people. So, you're taking Jesse I'm going on Jesse Jesse Plemons. Plemons because... Okay, so you know his face. Um, he is the kid from Breaking Bad that shoots that other kid in the face after the train incident. Just like no remorse shoots a guy in the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. 
Fat Damon. Yeah. Yeah. I totally know him. <laughs> yeah. I love him. I think he's perfection. And if he... I'm curious if he has an Oscar already, Jesse Plemons, because if he doesn't, he deserves it. He does not, I don't think. He's a Dallas boy. And he's exactly who I thought. He's the guy from Black Mirror in the Star Trek one. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, I I love this man. I think he's actually with Kristen Dunst. They've been in a few things together now. Okay. Oh, yeah. They've been together since 2016. Oh, there you go. Cool beans. Man, I like this kid. Well, yeah. you can have him. I'm going to take the other one. Okay. Cody Smith McPhee, which I have no idea who that is. Oh, he voiced the the main guy in Paranorman. That's cool. Oh. And then he was Nightcrawler in the newer X-Men movies. Okay. All right. That's something. Uh, now, best actress. Lead role. We've got Jessica Chastain, the ever-lovely, in The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. Okay. I think Parallel Mothers is actually in Spanish as well. Ah. And I think I saw a trailer for it, and Penelope Cruz was crushing it. I think being in, like, her element, you know, they might, like, look at it more. I'm leaning towards Penelope Cruz. But how do you fight against Nicole Kidman? <laughs> See, I was thinking Nicole Kidman, but I... Th- do you know Olivia Coleman? I don't think so. She fucking... She's in, like, a bunch of different British dramas, so I've seen her in a lot of cop shows and stuff, and she acts her goddamn tits off every time, like, she's on screen. Like, okay. she steals scenes, so I'm giving it to Olivia Coleman. She was also in The Mitchells vs. The Machines. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, shit. Okay. So, you know what? I loved Kristen Stewart in Spencer. I just don't think that movie's going to hold against people. I'm going to go with Penelope Cruz. I'm going to take a shot here. Now, best actor, we've got Javier Bardem, the ever-lovely, in Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbun in (laughs) The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. Okay, this category is kind of stacked, if I'm being honest. It's huge. Javier Bardem is perfection. I love him. Benedict is full-blown 150% in everything that he does. Yeah. Andrew Garfield learned to sing for this role, like specifically for this role. Will Smith is perfection in everything that he does. I love Will Smith. Will fucking Smith. And dude, Denzel is the man on fire, man. Like, come on. No, like literally everybody in this category is an absolute king. <sighs> I want Andrew. Yeah, I do too, but I don't think he's going to get it. Oh, he's totally not going to get it. But he, he like went and learned like a whole talent <laughs> to do this. And he was so good in Heartbreak Ridge, which was up one year. That like made me changed my mind on him as like an actor what is this movie about it's about the musical it's about the guy who wrote rent right it's like all of his life like crashing down on him until he eventually writes that musical ah damn it plus ismail sent us that clip of him in some movie where he was on like a respirator and it became unplugged and it was so real acting I'm I'm shooting for Spidey, man. 
Okay. You know what, you know what Spidey? Swing in there. <laughs> Let's try it. Man, so I, I gave supporting actor and actress to two actors from Power of the Dog. But you should definitely give it to Benedict Cumberbooty. Uh, you think so? I, I kind of want to go He's Will Smith. So, I mean, I love Will Smith, man. And I mean, this seems like a whole... What's the movie that he did with his own kid? Uh, Super seven sad. Pounds? No. The Pursuit of Happiness. Yes. Yes. It seems very like that, like, dad working hard to do something yeah. for children kind of thing. Yeah. That's... Which he does really good. Yeah. I'm giving it to Will Smith. I think that would be a good return to form. I haven't seen him around in a while, you know? Yeah. I'd love to see him win something again. But... Now, best director. I'm kind of surprised Dune is not in this. Because it's yeah. everywhere else. But we've got Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh? I think just Branagh. Branagh. From <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi from Drive My Car, the international one. Yes. Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion from The Power of the Dog. And then Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. You know, for as much shit as people talk about West Side Story, like, I keep hearing it bombed, it was terrible, but it's nominated for seven Oscars, so... Well, every critic loved it. But everybody else hated it. <laughs> I don't know, people like... Well, it's a hard musical, and I... If it goes the way of the old story, it ends sad. Yeah. People don't like... Because, like, people hated La La Land because it was sad. Right. But it was up for everything, you know? And I love that. I mean, I fucking love that movie, though. I don't think it's Steven. I love Steven. He's one of the greatest directors of all time. But, like, we've seen this yeah. movie. Like, you just made a new one. Yeah. I don't know what I think about Licorice Pizza. I could never decide if I wanted to see that movie. And I think my answer is just no. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with the Drive My Car. Okay. I'm going to go with Ryusuke Hamaguchi. Uh, I'm gonna bet on Kenneth Branagh because, oops, Kenneth I'm gonna Branagh. bet on Kenneth Branagh because he, I don't know if he's directed before, but I really like him as an actor. Okay. And I think maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll be good at this. And then, of course, the big one. Here we go. Best picture with a Best whopping picture. 10 movies. Sure. My God. All right. Is there a limit it. on this category? Do they ever say like that's too many or nope. it changes every year? They should just do like you get five. Well, it used to be five. It was always five because notice every other category is five. Yes. But then they were like, let's do eight one year. And then it was like, let's do seven. Now it's ten. Now it's six. Now it's ten. Like, it keeps changing. I guess they're just like, we're putting all the good movies in this category. Yeah. So, in alphabetical order, we have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I don't think Guillermo's going to take it with this one because I just haven't no. heard enough. I still don't know what power the dog is, but it's the <laughs> it is the the most nominated with 12. Yeah. 
Like truly, in my opinion, I'm going if with it's that. got yeah, if it's got twelve Oscars, there's no fucking way it doesn't win Best Picture, right? Like you're nominated for twelve Oscars. Pretty much, you How must you have the win? best movie. Everything about your movie was so good, but it's not the best one, you know? Yeah, like, right. The sum of all your parts must equal one badass movie. I'm trying to think if if any of these other movies have a chance. Like Dune, perhaps. Dude, King Richard should have a chance. Yeah. But, again, I don't know. And, I mean, West Side Story, sure, it's a musical, but, but people don't really dig But it's just a remake musicals. of a musical. Like, it doesn't deserve yeah. a best picture. Uh, I kind of also want to go on Licorice Pizza just because it has a stupid name and it's an indie movie. And, you know, indie movies are all Oscar bait. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite was never up for best picture. <laughs> it should have been. I think Little Miss Sunshine was, right? Didn't it win? It didn't win, but it was up there because that's how I saw it. Was yeah. Best Picture Showcase. I I love that movie. Me too. I, I think about it all the time. But on the numbers alone, I'm going with Power of the Dog. <laughs> I really want to go with Power of the Dog, but I also want to like take a chance on something else. See if I can get the edge on you so I don't have to watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Then your best bet's probably Dune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm putting it on King Richard. <laughs> okay. So there you have it. That is all of the Oscars picked by us. Uh, those air, I believe, March 27th. Yes. So it's the day before our next episode. Yeah. So March 27th uh, says 7 to 10 p.m. It'll definitely be 7 till 1130 God, they never end on time. You know who didn't get an Oscar nom this year is Frances McDormand. Was she in a movie this year? I don't know. Because What's she up to Frances Mc. She probably. Oh, she was actually in the tragedy of Macbeth for this year. Oh shit! But yeah, so there you go. Oscars are picked. Bets are placed. Now we play the waiting game. Uh, if you guys want to send in pics, feel free. we got our inbox. It's always open. Uh, if you're in the Discord, we actually have a special channel for you to put your pics in. Yes. Maybe we'll, I don't know, give away a prize or something. We'll we'll figure out something for for you if you do better than either of us. Yeah, I've got a couple uh, movie codes that I couldn't use, so. All right, shit. Yeah, we can maybe Let's do give that. away some movies. So that's our picks for that. But also we got another quick announcement for you guys for our stream this month. We are going to be doing Back for Blood because one of our lovely patrons has been itching to play it with us for such a long time. Yes. And I have barely touched it since I bought it and played it for the review and we played it on that review. Yeah, man. It's a good game. I can't believe you haven't been able to play it since, but it's, it's so much fun. I'm really yeah. excited to play. Fucking, like, never touched it again. So we were going to be playing that with Ferdin on Saturday, March 26th at 6 p.m. So come on in and see some zombie shooting action. I don't know how far we'll get. Maybe Act 2? Maybe we'll beat it. You think we can beat it in <laughs> that time? I do not think we can get beat it in that time, but okay. we'll get close. Yeah, I just... Old. I just need uh, my little submachine gun, and I'll be set, man. Yeah. So, yeah, be sure to check in to Twitch on March 26th, 6 p.m. Again, don't forget it. We will see you guys there. Yes, bring a friend. Yes, bring all your friends. Bring two friends. Bring Kenneth Branagh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bring Frances McDormand. What's she up to? Bring somebody that watched Oscar movies and they can tell us how wrong we were. Yeah. Well, are you ready to get cut out of the new Disney show and get out of here? Kenobi! <laughs> it's like all I remember him for now. <laughs> Alright guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this lovely audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. Go to your friends Sunday night and be like, dude, are you bored Monday mornings? Do you need something to do tomorrow? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm always lonely Monday mornings. You can be like, I got the solution. Yimto, tell them to sign up to listen to all these shows. We're there every Monday. They'll never be lonely again. Yimto, guarantee. And if you like that tenacity, you like what we do, please take a second to go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a good old five stars. Rate us on any other apps that you may subscribe to us on. That would really help us out so much. While you're out there subscribing and rating and all that good stuff, you can find us and friend us on all of the social medias. We are at Y-M-B-T-O-A-P. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. Don't forget that. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Twitch is where you will find us this Saturday. It'll be uploaded to YouTube later. We recommend you do the Twitch version so you can interact with us on the fly. And of course, thank you so much to our patrons. We love you guys with every beat of our hearts. You mean the world to us. Um, thank you so much for your support continuing for the last several years. It has really changed our lives. Um, if you want to get in touch, you can email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Send us your Oscar picks. You don't have to go through the whole list if you don't want to. Just tell us who you think is going to be best picture or tell us, uh, who you think got snubbed at the Oscars. Tell us if you don't give a shit about the Oscars. Tell us why you think it's the most boring (laughs) thing on TV. Yeah, nobody likes the Oscars anymore. Except me. Except for you. Um, yeah, shoot us an email. Just tell us tell us your hopes and your dreams. Tell us if you like the Batman. Tell us if you're sad that Darth Maul's been cut from Obi-Wan. And our theme song is The Groomy Purple Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube and go support his awesomeness. He's always got those cool tunes, the best beats. Go give it a listen. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. What would a live action Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi scene with the original actors have looked like? But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Do you know how hard it was to not make the O just be a sniff? (laughs) Like, I almost was just like, like, fucking, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I sniff your fart. I sniff it up. I just saw your tweet about how you black out <laughs> laughing on the show, and sometimes you re-listen and, like, lose it again. Oh, it's so true, man. <laughs> I can't imagine, like... I will admit, there's times when I've been, like, editing the show that I have to pause, and I just, like, roll on the floor, and Taylor's like, yes. what is happening? And We're I'm like, so funny. I'm like, you gotta listen to this. It's be funny. 